your hero. Wow, well, thank you very much. Thank you so much. Um, so I made a video. <clears throat> Just mind you. You're worthy enough as you are. You're deserving. Well, thank you so much. That's very nice. Um, so I made a video today, and it was not worthy of TikTok, I guess, because they uh, they struck it down, and which is weird because it's up on other social media platforms, and they didn't have a problem with it. So if you guys didn't see it, uh, I did a video about Zelensky and Marina Abramovic, whatever. Abramovic, whatever. I I forget her name. I already forgot her name. And they struck it down for a community guideline strike. They said there was nudity and also shocking stuff in there. Uh, There was no nudity because I even put a fig leaf over something, being, being prepared for what TikTok might say. And also anything that was shocking in there was just shocking because, yes, there is a, you know, Zelensky wants a Satanist to be his ambassador. So I showed things that uh, they are shocking. But I mean, is it is it too shocking for TikTok? I mean, it is it is rich when an app like TikTok says your the content you're putting out is we don't want our viewers seeing this. I mean, they're they're innocent eyes. I mean, TikTok spews nonstop filth. <laughs> like, like how many hours of filth do they produce each day? And then they're going to try to strike down something that is absolutely newsworthy. It is the news. Is that that Ukraine and Zelensky want um, Marina Abramovic, uh, Abramovic, whatever. I keep getting her name wrong. To be their ambassador and also help rebuild schools. They want this wicked Satanist working with children. And of course, in the video I show, when they're doing a, a spirit cooking ritual, she douses an effigy of a child with blood. I don't want that, I don't want that woman anywhere near any child, let, let alone my child. Do you, okay, let me see. Uh, do you think war in Ukraine is the start of the Gog and Magog in the Bible? Um... I don't specifically. I mean, I think that it, there certainly could be something about, like, obviously there's prophecies about the north. Well, there's lots of things north of Israel. So I think, obviously, anything north, any kind of northern army that came down could could possibly be a, a Gog-Magog situation. Obviously, I know there's the, there in the Daniel prophecies, there's talking about a bear. Um, I did an interesting video, at least I think it's interesting, that in the city of London, to many people don't know this. London, there's the city of London, and then there's London like most people know it. So London used to be called Londinium, and it was it was created by the Romans. And literally, it was like it's it, the city kind of survived from Roman times and had this kind of sovereignty where it literally has its own laws. This is where like all the banking happens in London. And so there's a um there's a place in London that they actually have statues of Gog and Magog. That they supposedly they had legends in London that these giants were the protectors of London. It's absolutely insane. And they have a parade every year, and I want to say it's coming up soon. And they march around the city with two, I guess, statues, effigies of Gog and Magog. Those are those are the giants that protect London. What in the heck? 
That's true. Hello. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. So I'm in London. And it's in the city of yeah, in the city of London. The city of London is separate from regular London. Absolutely nuts. It is. It, it's a crazy. It's a crazy thing. It's probably. I was even talking to somebody who's who lived there for eight years and they had no idea about this. I guess most people don't probably because it's like, it's 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 a secret that's hidden in plain sight. Oh, the memorial. Oh yeah, that that was a, yeah the 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 nine eleven memorial. I mean, I had another video. I, sh I, sh I I'm so disappointed in myself that I didn't. I had more memorial videos to do in my nine eleven breakdown, but gosh, I sh I should have maybe next year. <laughs> Matt Flynn. Well, Matt Flynn, if you want, if you actually wanted to know about Leviticus, I'd explain it to you, but you don't. And I'm not going to try to justify the Bible with somebody who doesn't believe the Bible. So either you believe the Bible or you don't. So either he's the real God or he's not the real God. So you can decide to not worship him because you don't think he's good. But you, but at the same time, if he's real, he's still God. Right, so maybe you could, maybe if you wanted to, if you want to understand it, I could let you understand it. But I don't. This is one thing that I'm not going to do. I'm not going to defend my God versus people who don't believe the Bible. So either if you believe it, I could explain it to you. But if you don't, I'm going to waste my time, and I don't waste my time with people who who are just going to move the goalposts if I produce more scriptures. So, so you don't have to. So that's the good thing about our God, and that our God is good. You don't have to choose him. He gave you free will. And you don't have to stay in this live either. So if you don't want to stay in there, you can leave. But yes, so back to what I was saying about Londinium, that it's a, it's a very fascinating thing that there, like, there's the legends of London that there was giants in London, and they had to settle this place against the giants. And I think it was one of the kings had to fight against the giants, and then they basically tied the giants up and made them like be servants to London. Bananas, bananas. But uh, yeah, so anyways, back to Gog and Magog and, and the, the war in Ukraine. I'm not sure that it, there's anything that's biblical about like Ukraine and uh, Russia, but I do think that what's very possible is that this conflict could, could lead to World War III, which many people who don't believe the Bible have mention that and so is it possible that that world war three will beget like the gog magog prophecies and and end times things very possibly i mean i mean obviously if there's a world war three i mean who know i mean i guess all bets are off of what that could mean um but yeah it's this there's a slow burn in the war in ukraine and what i found very interesting is that they were they were talking about the government shutdown hello alan God bless you, brother. They've been talking about the government shutdown. And so, so many people are worried that, oh, no, what if there's a government shutdown? Ukraine's not going to get their billions from us. And I know everybody, every American gasped, oh, don't shut the government down. I mean, we, we got to pay for um, the new ambassador to uh, Ukraine, Marina Abramovic, the, the Satanist, the spirit cooker. But then they said, I think Congress... And the Pentagon said, you know what, we're going to work around that, so don't worry, even if there's a government shutdown, we're still going to give Ukraine their billions. 
So if you guys were worried about that, rest, rest assured, Ukraine is still going to get our money. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Even the fact that these guys obviously appoint Satanists to uh, high positions. Don't worry about it. It's all fine. 226 years from now, humans will finally fi peace finally. Well, probably because uh, obviously it'll be the millennial reign. Obviously, Jesus will be reigning probably for probably for a long time at, in 226 years. We should move to Ukraine. I don't want to move to Ukraine. What's going on with bricks? Um, what bricks? Is it? Yeah. What, what do you mean? What, what's going on with what bricks? <laughs> You got anything specific you want to discuss about bricks? You mean like architecture, construction? Um, I don't. Oh, oh, oh! New currency. I, I don't. I don't know. I really don't know. Um, I don't. I don't know what the digital currency is going on with that. I mean, like, obviously they've been ready to put out digital currency. I've I've heard obviously what BlackRock's got their their own cryptocurrency they want to roll out. <laughs> I mean. Last year, I was I was making some predictions about that kind of stuff, about like possibly, you know, I thought that last fall something could have, a shoe could have dropped, which would lead us into like a digital currency. It didn't happen. So I'm not making any predictions on when that's going to happen. I mean, I feel like that there's really nothing stopping them from doing that now. I mean, I think that, I think the only thing, I think the only thing that would really have to happen would be there could be some kind of a stock market crash, some kind of, obviously, a World War III scenario. Our money becomes worthless. And then they say, and everyone begs for the new thing. And then we're in, you know, great, great reset territory. And then the new system's rolled out, which has obviously been ready. And there we go. I mean, and then they have control of everything. So I do think that that's where it's going. Yeah, I, I don't. I really don't see anything that like would, like I said, I don't see anything that would prevent them from doing it whenever they whenever they please. And but these guys work on their own timetables. I mean, probably the Saturn's got to be aligned with some kind of thing when they decide they want to roll out this new system. But I bet it has something to do with um, some kind of astrology and um, the the right moment the devil tells them to do it. But but yes, obviously. A worldwide cryptocurrency is going to lead to, you know, basically slavery for the masses. I mean, just there's no doubt about it. Like I said, even if you don't believe the Bible, you if you are aware enough to know that that power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely, you understand that if you had wicked like a wicked central government that can control who buys and sells who like basically could track every transaction by cryptocurrency, you realize that's a form of slavery, right? I hope everyone realizes that. I mean, I don't know how they couldn't. Like, why would you want, like, why would you want your government tracking you like that? Some central government and, you know, Davos, you know, somewhere like that. Perhaps Jerusalem one day. Yeah. Yeah. I, why would anyone want that? Another kind of great message. Jeez. Okay, so this is like so. I have a friend who who who's been talking about that recently. He's been saying that the Tatarian buildings are evidence that the millennial reign already happened. Okay, so I do like 
there is something deep in my soul that says there's something weird going on with the buildings. I love them. Like the, the Tatarian looking architecture, as a guy, like I said, I'm in construction. I find buildings fascinating. That's perhaps why I got into the ancient alien stuff and eventually made my own movie called Ancient Angels, guys, which is available right now. Check the link in my bio. But, you know, like the, the, the strange construction around the world that, that's kind of unexplainable. And, I, of course, like I said, if you guys, I'm sure you guys probably follow the Bully Slayer. And he's talked about Tataria. And he shows you the mud flood evidence. And he shows you these buildings that just, like, they're kind of incomprehensible. Like, the, the, the people supposedly with horses and buggies built buildings that are way better than the ones we have now. And, I mean, like, no question, the craftsmanship on these buildings are, are kind of unexplainable compared to what you see now. You don't see anything get built like that. You ever heard that expression? They don't build them like they used to? Well, that's certainly true. Now, why not? If, if, if man has gotten more advanced, like, like they try to tell us, if they tell you that we, did a crawl, we crawled out of the slime, became a rat, then a monkey, then a hunter-gatherer, and then one day they built ancient Egypt, they built all these ancient structures that are crazy, and then, obviously, then there was a dip for, for whatever reason. And then, you know, like, obviously, the empires came around. And you had Rome and everything. And Romans built crazy stuff. And then there was, like, a Dark Ages. And then there was this time where they were building these cathedrals and state buildings and just, like, all the things around Europe and not just Europe, like, South America. And there are these buildings that are unexplainable. Okay, so, the, but, so then they stopped building buildings like that like in like the late 1800s or the early 1900s. And then they started building crap. They started building crap that, that, that doesn't last, that they have to demo eventually because it looks ugly. And they, there's nothing to them. They're shapeless buildings. They're like these big blocks of just garbage. Okay, so why can't we do what they did? I don't know. Like I said, I, I really don't know. I did a video. I, did my, I dipped my toe into the Tataria talk when I did... If you guys saw that movie, 10 Things I Hate About You. Um, well, you, would, you could, Clayton, you could say they're more economical to build garbage, but at the same time, like, isn't it funny, like, when you really think of, like, a building, like, I'm sure you guys live in places where they have, where they're gentrified, where they take old buildings and they, they fix them up because... Old buildings are made with better materials. They last longer. You know, so it's like, so you renovate a, like an old pretty building. You just, they just dynamite these things they built in like the, after World War II. Because they're all garbage. You know, and the same time, like, you could say like, you, there's a short term, I guess you could save some money by building a cheap building. But obviously, the, or you could build a building that's going to last forever. <laughs> Which, because obviously these buildings have lasted forever unless they dynamite them. So, like, it, it doesn't really make sense. I've, you know, I, I thought, like, so I did a series on, like, the state capitol buildings. If you guys check that out, I could, because uh, it's an old video, but go, just go look at your state capitol building. Whatever, go to, go to Google. You can look at this. Go to, like, Pinterest and start looking at state capitol buildings. It's incomprehensible how ornate these structures are, and they look like temples. They don't look like, like public buildings. And supposedly they built these in the 1900s. 
So you could say that it's more economical to build cheap buildings, but it's like, aren't we more advanced? Or don't we have better, better, better uh, tools? Don't we have the knowledge that they had? I mean, so like we should be able to build the same buildings cheaper because we're better now, right? But, but I guess we're not. But anyways, back to 10 things I hate about you. So in that movie, if you guys remember the movie, the, the school there, and I think it's in um, Tacoma, Washington, and it's literally a, it's a castle. It's a castle on the, on the water. It's beautiful. And you're like, what is that thing? And then you find out the history of this place, and it's like supposedly was a, it was supposed to be a luxury hotel, even though hardly anybody lived in Tacoma back then. They were building a luxury hotel. There was a stock market crash, and then they decided they couldn't finish it. And then all the materials inside of it burned up. <laughs> there was a fire inside, and all the materials got ruined. So guess what? So the public schools in Tacoma bought the building and decided to turn it into a school. That makes literally no sense to me. It, it sounds like a lie. Because like I said, how could the economies be so bad that the public schools would have the money to get this place? Or why wouldn't a rich guy who was building it just wait till the economy wrote it out and then just finished it? It, does, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I, like I said, it doesn't make sense in the sense that like, this is before like, like they had the Fed where they could just print money. You know, like they, if, if the, if the economy was in shambles, well, obviously those people wouldn't be getting, there wouldn't be as much tax revenue to buy buildings like that. It makes no sense. So did somebody just say it's a movie? Danny Dimes, you got to be a bot. You, you can't be this ignorant. The school's real. The school is real in the movie. It's an actual school they filmed the movie at. You know, sometimes the movies don't have sets. They're filmed on location. It is a movie. It's not make-believe. The school is real. Now, the story might be make-believe about how it was a luxury hotel that was bought by the school because the economy was so bad. But no, the, the, school, the story of the school is real. But is it true? That, but the real question, is it true? I don't think that it's true. So that's a long way of me getting to the point of saying... There is some fishy stuff going on with the buildings. Like, I don't, I don't understand that stuff. But am I willing to say that Jesus already came back and the millennial reign already happened? Okay, so now you, like, you really have to say, where is the evidence of that? I mean, you've got to have more than the buildings, right? Like, the, there's got to be more evidence of that. I mean, I can believe that there's been more, more resets than we realize. Like, obviously, we, we know that the flood was the giant reset. So, obviously, you had Noah's, the days of Noah, there was a huge flood. And I believe that's what, like, obviously, was destroyed everything. And I think that's why we don't know how the pyramids were built. Like, all those ancient structures. We have no idea how they were built because of a worldwide flood. Now, I believe that. I believe that. I believe that for sure. That's why, even, like, even if you find out, like, the dynastic Egyptians don't claim that they built Khufu's Pyramid. They say it's Khufu's pyramid. He didn't build that thing. Like, there's no markers to, for uh, for him in that whole place. So I think they even so the the ancient Egyptians even talked about Zeptepi, which was was a time before, and a time before what? It was a time before the flood. That was the ancient times. And if you believe the Bible, Egypt was like a grandson of Noah. So Egypt, the, the Egyptians didn't build all the the cool stuff in ancient Egypt. 
they found it. They founded that stuff, and they and they squatted there. And obviously, these probably these this place had like probably ley lines. It had like it had um, you know it was probably a significant place on the earth, and that's why they stayed there. But as far as like then later, again like so, have you ever heard this? And I, they probably don't tell you this in school, but. The Romans had tons of like real knowledge of uh, lots of stuff. So in the times of Jesus, Nero actually had, they had working machines. So they had machines back in the first century. And then it's like, so then the Romans ruled for like a thousand years. And there was one day when the Romans stopped ruling and supposedly all the knowledge was lost that the Romans had because the Romans were way more advanced than the rest of the Europeans. Well, how is that? How did they lose that knowledge, especially when you know the Romans were scattered around Europe? Rome wasn't just the city. I mean, they ruled the whole world. So how did, it, how did people forget how they did things? Like I said, I don't believe that. I, I don't believe that they did that. And then so later, like I said, you have, you have all these, this evidence of these insane buildings all around the world, all around the world, not just in the most advanced rich places, but all around the world. Well, who is building these buildings? How do they have the money? How do they have the resources? How do they have the, the craftsmen to do those things? So that's what I'm saying. I, I think that there likely was more resets. Like, I know we're heading toward a great reset. I think, this, I think that there has been more than one. I think there's been more than one since the flood. I think that... Um, Diddy, I don't, I'm not going to be on here too long. I think there's been more, I think there's been more than, than obviously just the flood. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll get up sometime. Um, but yeah, so so what I'm saying though is, okay, so now we're just going to go straight biblically. Like, is it possible? I I saw the Bully Slayer did a crazy video about Tataria in, in in Brazil. I think it was in Rio, like a World Fair in Rio, crazy buildings. Who did that? Where's that building now? They dynamited it. Whatever. The world the World's Fair stuff is is totally sus. It's sus. Okay, but biblically, what evidence do you have that Jesus came back, ruled for a thousand years, and then he did what? I see, I think I think that's where like I really struggle with the idea of like that he came back and but then he's where? Because the Bible does not say that Jesus comes back, rules for a thousand years, and then hides for a minute. Like Jesus is not going to hide. When he's reigning on the earth, so that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't really buy that that that, that the millennial kingdom has already happened. Jesus is somewhere else besides the earth that we don't know he's here. But, because, like I said, biblically, it does not say anything about that. So, like, and you know, and I, and I honestly do think that I'm not going to question anybody's uh, heart in those in those kind of uh, like basically theories. But when you really think about it. Like, we're talking about our blessed hope is the return of Jesus. So telling people Jesus already came back is kind of detrimental to a lot of people's faith. You know, so like, where is he? You know, like, because I mean, really think about it. Like, that is our hope is like that. That is literally the promise we've been given by God. And that's what makes us Christians is believing that Jesus is going to come back and he's going to he's going to be the author and finisher of our faith. So when he comes back on the last day, on the day of the Lord, he's going to give us glorified bodies. 
Okay, so some people are saying that he's already come back. All right, well, like I said, what evidence do you have of that? You know, like, I, I mean, I've, I've seen the things where people say, like, they changed, like, an I and a J in the, in the like, in our, on the dates and things. They took a thousand years out or they added a thousand years, whatever. Oh, well, thank you. That's awesome. Um, but, yeah, so, like, I do believe they could mess with our timeline. But, again, like, we're, we're literally talking about what, we're, what it is to be a Christian. is to believe that Jesus is coming back one day soon. You know, like, so, so yeah, to say he's, ha- he's already come back, I, I do think that that is actually uh, dangerous. Christ is absolutely a person. He, he, was, he was crucified, a real body, and he came back to life. His body was resurrected. He's not just energy. He's, he's left us the Holy Spirit, which is spirit. No, but, but Jesus, the man, is the son of man. He's coming back. And they're going to see where they pierced him. Jesus is, Jesus is flesh. Well, the, I, I think that's the thing. Is like, so some people were saying that, that the Tatarian buildings is evidence of Jesus, but like the millennial reign. But like, if you look at the Tatarian buildings, they don't have pictures of Jesus in there. They got pictures of, of false gods in there. You know, so like it, it doesn't seem like evidence of a millennial reign because it's like if, if Jesus and the saints are building these buildings, what's the evidence? I mean, that they're really cool. That they're really well done, really well made. Well, we know for sure, like based on the ancient structures, that people who didn't serve our God could build really well, build buildings really well. They were pretty good craftsmen. That's not evidence of somebody serving God. It's evidence of them serving a God. But remember, like I said, if, if you go back to, and this is an ancient angels conversation, is that if you believe the a book, first, first Enoch, First Enoch states that the watchers came down and they gave man technology. So, so obviously, so a lot of the way the buildings were built, I believe, came from knowledge from the watchers. So obviously, the, the angels could help men build buildings. And obviously, if you think about it, like all the, pretty much, pretty much all the legends about how these buildings were built were from the giants. Giants built the buildings. That's what that's what the ancient people said. Giants built them. So the giants would have been related to the, um, they had been related to the angels. So again, that, that lines right up with Enoch. So that's what I believe anyways. How does, I mean, like, so this has got, you, so you have to probably be a bot, Omni, because there's lots of historical evidence of Jesus, Jesus' existence. Yeah, you know, you might not believe he's God, but I mean, it's like if you don't believe he existed, well, I mean, you don't believe anything. <laughs> I mean, like, there's lots of historical evidence that he existed. There's more evidence that he existed than Alexander the Great. Go look it up. Well, I mean, obviously, all the Roman historians said he existed. You ever heard of Josephus? You ever heard of Tacticus? You probably haven't because you don't know anything. Like, yeah, like, go read a book. I mean, anybody who denies the existence of Jesus doesn't really believe anything. Oh, I don't believe he's real? Okay, whatever. He existed. He existed and he was crucified. I mean, that's like, it, that, I mean, like I said, it's up to you to prove he didn't exist because there's lots of people that say he did. Silly. Silliness. Oh, so Matt Flynn's back? 
Okay, he, and, he, and, he, and he responded with the very same thing, so he's not going to, he's going to get muted now. I, I am not a pastor. I mean, I've, I, think we're, I think many of us are called to preach, but I, think, I honestly think the, the, the position of pastor is, is not really biblical anyways. But um, yeah. They're not contemporary. Like Josephus lived in like with the first or second century. And like I said, if you, if you can believe that Alexander the Great existed, I think they, they didn't really write about him till like way later. Like I said, you got to compare apples to apples with, as far as, like, apologetics work go. He was real. Jesus was real. And like I said, you can't find any decent historian, credible historian, that says he didn't exist. False. Mm. There's, well, that's part of faith. Jesus existed... There's, there's proof that he was crucified, and the proof that he was resurrected is, like I said, I always say this. I think here's your best evidence that he, that he was resurrected. Okay, so you have the historical apostles who are real people as well. Okay, so they all ran and they all hid when Jesus was being crucified. So there was only one, there was only one apostle that went to the cross with Jesus. The rest of them hid, and like Peter denied him three times. Okay, so then something happened, and all of a sudden, the apostles weren't afraid anymore. They were all willing to be martyred for Jesus later. And not only that, there was there, Christianity spread like wildfire. So how exactly does them following some man who did not be, was, was not resurrected, how did it spread more after he died? Why were people willing to die for this? Because they said, because obviously they they say, and there's this historical accounts that that 500 people saw Jesus alive. You know, so like you don't have to believe it. I think there's part of faith about that that aspect. I mean, that's part of what we're, that's it's faith in Jesus. God could show up right now and He could tell you everything that ever happened, but He wants you to believe because you have the goodness of your heart to believe. You want He wants you to have faith in Him because we do serve an invisible God. These people don't serve invisible gods. They their their gods are their own bellies. I mean, and like I said, as, as as people who are Christians, they can tell you that that God is real because they were changed when they never thought they could change before. So again, that's evidence for me. But again, like I do believe, and I think if you guys if you guys are actually curious about this these things, check out a great book. It's called A Case for Christ by Lee Strobel, and they got it on audiobook. It's a great book, but obviously it asks all the questions these people have, and it breaks it all down. And I think at the very end of the book, what you are left with, you're left with that you really have to decide. And this is, like I said, this is a faith thing. It, it lays out everything that's true, but then, it, you, then you have to decide if Jesus was really God. And and the real question is, why, why could he... Why, yeah, I think the mo- I always hear the movie's not that good, and I can imagine the movie's not as good as the book because the book has so much information in it. Could not be, it just wouldn't be good in a movie form, I don't think. So I believe that it wouldn't be good. But anyways, it's 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 interesting when you think about it like that. Okay, so if you believe there's a God, right, and 
you, you realize that you, you could believe that he could raise a man from the dead, right? So it's like, some of these things are not actually that crazy. It's like, obviously, if you do believe in miracles, I mean, like, that's not so hard to believe. Because it's, it's kind of funny when somebody puts it out there like, do you guys know what the, what the greatest miracle in the whole Bible is? God creating the heavens and the earth. But obviously, most people believe in some kind of a God, so it's, so it's not too hard of a stretch to think that he could raise a man from the dead. So like I said, the historical Jesus is, very, is verifiably proven by historians. And obviously, somebody who doesn't want to believe at all, obviously, they'll just say, nuh-uh. But like I said, it, somebody who's just being ignorant about what, what, like what history we do have. But you could say, I don't believe any history. Well, okay, obviously, there's no point in arguing with somebody who doesn't believe anything. You know, if like if you're not willing to believe historians, well, I mean, like even even secular historians talk about Jesus. You know, like you like you won't find any reputable historians say he doesn't exist. No, no, I'm not. I'm saying that you don't have to believe Omni, but you cannot say that he didn't exist with just by just saying nuh uh. I'm saying, like, you don't really have anything to back that up with. Miracles can't be proven? What are you talking about, Andrea? Who, like, what, what are you even talking about? Does, do you have a point to say that? <laughs> I guess that's the point, is, like, that if you saw a miracle happen, it would be true. I mean, like, you would know it's true. I don't know if you could prove it. I mean, what do you even mean? Miracles can't be proven. I think there's, there's been many accounts of miracles happening. And you have to believe everybody's lying to say that they're not real. I mean, miracles can happen. Things that you don't that are that are unusual happen every day, all around the world. But obviously, they're rare. So, like, yeah, they they are rare. Is that what you want? <laughs> I guess my point is, if you believe in a God, I don't think it's it's not too much of a stretch to think that if He created all this, that He could raise a man from the dead, right? So like I said, you, you, you are left in the end of the day with, do you believe Jesus was God? Now, like I said, I, I think that some people, and like people like Omni who don't look into things, and they just, they just throw out accusations that are wrong, I would say that my faith is not blind, because I think if you guys, I think you guys, if you guys know me at all, you know the content I make. I don't, it's, it's not because I don't look into things. I look into all these things. I've questioned everything. I've come to the conclusion that the Bible is true. And it's not blind faith. It's absolutely not blind faith. See? Okay, so Dinosaur Jesus, you're getting banned. You're getting blocked. I, I remember you. Um, I don't have blind faith. There's lots of evidence that it's all true. There's lots of evidence. So like you can say it's blind faith but you cuz you have not looked into it. Now you can say you don't you can you can say you still don't believe, but the my faith is not blind. It's not blind. But as I was saying cuz I could I could build you a massive circumstantial case and that's why I say if you if you actually do want to disprove it, pick up a case for Christ, listen to the audiobook or or read the book and then tell me it's blind. Tell me my faith is, faith is blind after you listen to all the evidence. Because there's lots of evidence. Now, is it is it proof? See, that's my point. It's not supposed to be proof. It's You're supposed to walk in faith. 
We have a hope for things we can't see. We have faith for things we hope for. That is what it means to be a Christian. Because it's like, God has made it that way because he wants to know your heart is right. The faith is not blind. Yeah, I don't think, like I said, I think that's like that's why the Bible is true. I mean, the one thing about our God, and if you read your Bible, you will understand that, that God's prophets foretold, foretold the future. There's so much evidence that the prophecies in the Bible came true, and that's one of the best cases for Christ in there, was that I think Jesus fulfilled like, I think it was like 238 prophecies or something like that. The odds of that actually happening are infinite. Like it's in, impossible. It was. It would be impossible. Impossible for that to happen without a real God in heaven. Without without re, a real God speaking through the prophets. And like I said, that is the difference between our God and these other gods. Is that that God called his shots? He always does, and he continues to do that. It's 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 unbelievable. Like I said, but if but if you don't want to know, you just want to say no, uh. Wait, I don't have to. I don't have to change your mind. It's not my job to change your mind. It's my job to tell you the, the truth, and then it's up to you to go look into it or not. You know, but obviously we're all we'll all get judged one day based on were we told. So I told you. So my, the blood is not on my hands anymore. I told you the truth. If you guys actually want to know, go look into it. If you don't, you know you got to square that with your creator one day. I don't, well, I don't necessarily, so the, the Simpsons is interesting. Okay, so the Simpsons obviously has predictive programming in it. It's not really the same if, like, they're manifesting things they know are planned. You know, there's, there's, two, there's two possibilities with, with the Simpsons. And also, the, the enemy has, has some prophecy too. Typically, they get stuff wrong from time to time. Think about fortune tellers. They can tell the truth. They, they, can, they can predict the future sometimes. But obviously, they're also dealing with demonic entities who might lie to them. But I think there's very possibly that things that get put in the movie and things that get put in the TV shows are demonically challenged or channeled. They, they could be muses where they write these things. They don't even know why they're in there. And then you have, you have uh, the possibility that you have people who are very high level up in like basically these esoteric mystery schools. And they put these things in the culture... So that people are aware of them, and then they manifest them by making them happen. And I think that is, I think that's more likely with with the case with like the Simpsons. I think that the people, like the guy who writes this, who wrote the show, is in the know, and that's why the stuff gets put in there. I think there's, I think that I think I think most of it's probably like that. But I do, but I do think that there's the possibility of everything else as well. I mean. Here's here's a I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna leave with this one. Here's a here's a great one if you actually want to. The 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 Bible was written 30 or 60 years after Christ died. The the, the guys who wrote it were eyewitnesses, Andrea. <laughs> you know most biographies are written around that time after somebody dies. Do you know that right? Or you don't know that because you don't compare apples to apples. Yeah, the writers of the the writers of the Bible obviously wrote it around thirty years after he died. 
Even like you think about it, like, like Paul wrote the letters before they wrote the Gospels. It was all written in a creed. Like, these are verifiable. Like I said, you, you don't have to believe it, but it's true. Um, what I was going to say is, so there's a story in, or the, there's a prophecy in, in Isaiah. And I'm not exactly sure which, which uh, chapter it is. But he starts prophesying about what's going to happen. And he's basically saying, come out false prophets, watch, watch me call my shot. And so Isaiah starts prophesying about Cyrus the Great. So he literally even calls him Cyrus. And so he's, he's going to use Cyrus to basically pull his people back together. And he's talking about the prophecy of rebuilding the temple. And he's literally naming Cyrus by name. Now, mind you, Isaiah was writing this like 200 years before Cyrus the Great reigned in Persia. And he did all those things. Like, like Cyrus the Great actually wrote, he read what Isaiah wrote and he realized he was writing about him. And, and Cyrus went out and did all those things. I mean, you're thinking about like, this, this is before the destruction of the temple. This is before the captivity. He's prophesying these things. And then all that stuff happens, as he prophesied before, that, that Babylon was coming. And then, then, then Cyrus the Great, the great Persian emperor, he actually went and did those things. Like, that's, that, that's in the Bible, guys. Like that, and that's historical. Like, I don't think anybody doubt, disputes that. And he names him by name. I think, it's, I think that's so awesome. And it's like, but if you don't want to believe it, you'll just say, nuh-uh. You know, you can just say, nuh-uh, but you know what? That's the, that, that, them's the facts. Isaiah 45, thank you, sister. I can explain the other gods of all the other religions. They're worshiping fallen angels. <laughs> That's my, you should, you should, you should watch the movie that I got called Ancient Angels. Click the link in my bio, Andrea, and I will give you, I will, if you, I, I'm willing to educate you. Yes, the other religions worship a pantheon of gods that just so happen to be very similar to each other. Fallen angels. Yes, absolutely. Yep. But yeah, guys, I'm going to run now. I appreciate you guys hanging with me on this live. Um, but yeah, I will, um, I will get back on here soon. Oh yeah, and by the way, if you guys missed my, um, my Marina Abram Abramovic video, it's still up on Instagram, and you should, you guys, if you guys are on Instagram, you guys should follow me over there. Follow me on all the other platforms because one day they're probably going to ban me because obviously they're taking down my videos left and right now. Um, but yes, click the link in my bio if you guys want to check out Ancient Angels. There's a 13 minute preview on there. There is, and yes, you guys should check it out because I think it's very illustrative. Yeah, I'm on I'm I'm JT follows JC on Instagram as well. You guys can follow me on there. Anyways, guys, I love you dearly. God bless.